Y'all are too loud. You're too loud. Who told y'all that too all bad? You're funny. I can't with y'all. Happy Too Loud Tuesday. Grab your headphones. Grab your drink of choice. Today I'll be drinking water. Mm. Healthy coral. And welcome back to season four of Your Too Loud. Chico, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking a cool little tea. Mm. I'm warm. I'm cozy. Cozy in my skin. Cozy! <laughs> oh, I'm glad to be back. We took a little bit of a break for this discussion because we had to we for had our to. queen, but I'm glad to be back. The queen dropped. Wait, I like, oh, I can't get over this album. And also yeah. like the fact that more is coming. Her producers have been releasing statements and they're like, she keeps showing us new stuff. Like mm-hmm. I- yeah, I saw. I know I said that I'm that girl was my least favorite. I saw the teaser, like the music <gasps> video, and my, I was shaking. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I take it back. I take she it back. About fifty looks in that one. Teaser. Literally. Oh, I'm ready. I'm not ready, but I am ready. We're not ready. <laughs> no, like here's the big question: How do we secure concert tickets? I don't know. But the problem is I haven't saved enough because no. I know she's going to ask for her worth and her worth is more than I can pay right now. But it I will. Pay. <laughs> no, like I have to dip into every, I have to go see if someone left my name in a will and I have to pay every <laughs> cent. Every cent. <laughs> I know, bro. I, where, where's the money coming from? I will pawn everything I have into your yeah. point. It will never be enough. Apparently, if you sell a kidney, it's like half of or a quarter of a million dollars. Um, That's not enough. You're right, but that that gets us at least halfway there. You're right. That gets us a lot closer because the thing is, I refuse. I know it will be the most stressful pit experience of my life, yeah. but I have to be in the front. There's like, there's no other option. L- literally. Ooh, wait. I'm getting chills. I'm oh, literally getting chills. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Let's just it needs to happen. Time. I can't. I can't. I can't. Basically, um, yeah. We're I can't we're even going. handle it. I can't handle it. Wait, literally my body's breaking <laughs> out in hives as I think about this right now. I'm so warm right now. Like I don't know what's <laughs> Put the tea down. All right, y'all. Well, we're back um to talk about hair. Mm-hmm. So we talked about hair, I guess, a month ago. And then, yeah, she can mention we took a little renaissance break, but we're back. And there's still so much to talk about. I think um, I think we should probably get into it because knowing us, we could just ramble for the next 10 minutes. Um, I actually, it's <laughs> funny. I was listening back to some of our old episodes, mm-hmm. like old, mm-hmm. actually kind of giving vintage, but it's just so <laughs> funny how more structured and efficient we were. Compared to now, where it's just like, hey, girl. Like, it's just so stream of consciousness. I kind of love it. It's whatever we make of it now. We even have specific. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, scared to go back. Because I feel like our progress goes up and down and up and yeah. down. And not even, like, progress. Just, like, how... Like how it goes. How much we want to structure an episode? You're so right. Like, exactly. I'm not even mad. No, so, like none of them were a tough listen, but it's like when you like go back and listen to your old like 
Do you ever have a, <laughs> not me exposing myself. Do you ever have a sinking account? No, but tell me more. You didn't? That shocks me because Sheikah loves attention. This is true. But you know why I didn't have a sinking account? Let me share some trauma with you. Let me tra- trauma up with you and our listeners. Yes. So I remember vividly at like nine years old, me singing Fireworks by Katy Perry and getting the worst reaction possible. <laughs> like, yeah, I was pitchy. Yeah, I didn't even know half of the words, but like, clap. You know what I mean? Wait, you it's did it with your own family as well. Wait, 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 back up. Was this at like a talent show? No. <laughs> Although I did do that, but like, Literally, I, I remember being on my stairs and it was like my mom and my brother and like the look on their face. I said, yeah, I will never sing again. because <laughs> you thought you ate. I did. I did eat. Period. Some. <laughs> but no, tell me about your singing account, please. No. no. Um, <laughs> I did not well I did have a singing account but I don't know it's one of those things where first of all turns out when I thought I deactivated it it didn't deactivate Mm. and two it's just so bad like I'm in this dimly lit room and like I thought the covers were eating down and like (laughs) you just know how your friends are a bunch of liars because everyone commenting yes like (laughs) give it up so it's like it's like going back to like those videos and like Mm -hmm. You're not embarrassed because it's like who you were at the time. Yeah. But it's just like, thank God for growth. That's what <laughs> the pod was giving like, I don't know, like two years ago. But yeah, that's, it was it was interesting. That's so real. Because it really has been over two years. It's just so crazy. Wild. Like literally over two years. Oh. That's wild. We should celebrate. Yeah. And that, that's it for today's episode, y'all. <laughs> to go turn up <laughs> we deserve a vacation nah actually you know what let's be our growth or our giving yes. let's yes. go back to vintage uh us and i'll i'll give you my bloop um go. so this tweet says i wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy in quotes and then it says y'all not real haters for real mm-hmm. and i would just like that energy like back mm-hmm. a little bit more because it's like yeah i would that's the point of a worst enemy. Like, not to say I have one, but like, if I did, I would wish. <laughs> I was debating sharing the suite or not. I I won't continue to elaborate. Y'all know, for real. So no, it's. I'm glad you shared it. Thank because you. First of all, why are you acting like you haven't called me your worst enemy today? <laughs> Second of all, and you have wished things on me, but it's true. Y'all really be like yeah I had like three hours of traffic I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy like yeah you would that's (laughs) the point of a worst enemy is you wish that on them literally basic things for real that y'all are like oh like I had to pay five dollars service fee on DoorDash I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy like y'all's enemies be getting goat treatment right y'all y'all's enemies are living in luxury no I'm trying to be and in your mind rent free who want me as an enemy who want me no for real because if i'm getting treated how y'all want us to be treated yeah i need that asap treated better than someone's queen (laughs) wow that's so true and you know what i think the phrase probably 
I don't know. I feel like some people miss, mess up the phrase all the time too. Like there's a lot of phrases like I wouldn't, w-. I've heard someone say, I would wish this on my worst enemy, which maybe that was their intention to say, which <laughs> you know, so maybe they were giving hater energy, but there's a lot of phrases. I feel like y'all don't really understand. Right. Me having the audacity to say that on a podcast where we just really say anything. <laughs> as we should, as Black women in America. Mm. Yes, my fist is up in solidarity. <laughs> my fist is up in solidarity. Um, that's okay, give me yours. Thank you for the haterade. My You're welcome. Really, this is actually a tweet um, sent to us from our good friend Naomi. So thank you, Nay. But it really relates to the content this week. Um, it says, as a black girl, I don't appreciate that I have to choose between my hair and my workout. Mm-hmm. I don't think y'all are ready for this conversation, non-black women. Like, you really, like... Yeah. So, fun fact, I just got back from a wedding, and I was like, I really wanted this, like, Barbie ponytail. Like, you know the one that flips the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so cute. It was about to go crazy. But granted, I had not prepared this at all but i remember one of the things i thought about was like oh there's a pool if i go swimming like yeah there's simply no way i can have this ponytail or i felt like okay well i'm supposed to like go to this class when i get back from the wedding mm-hmm. like a kickboxing kickboxing class Ooh. if i go to this class yeah something has to go with my hair like it's just really wild because mm-hmm. a lot of y'all be throwing it in a messy bun right calling it a day which no hate that's what you're supposed to do However, with us, it's like mental gymnastics. It's like playing Sudoku, trying to plan your workouts and your hairstyles. Literally, like, that's so true. Because that Barbie ponytail would have been so, so cute. But imagine you work out. You were literally on the treadmill for two minutes and the ponytail's dead. Like, No, forget the treadmill. It's the humidity. It would have been dead on arrival. (laughs) Oh, and on a similar note, I just saw this TikTok about this girl like, oh, now I feel so comfortable like wearing my hair, getting it wet. And she has like a sew-in in and like she can, she has a sew-in and she has leave out. So you can see kind of the difference just because it's like <laughs> wet weave plus wet leave out. And I, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh my God, like I can't believe that. Not to judge her or nothing, but like that was just my first instinctual reaction. But then I was like, wow I'm glad that she didn't choose between like enjoying herself in the water and like wanting to protect this hairstyle even though it's like literally a choice that so many people have to make you know that is so fair because if I jumped (laughs) I'm sorry I I want to acknowledge that I sound like a hater right now I didn't mean it like that (laughs) she looks great like and this is besides the point. She was mixed. So the hair didn't look that much off. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It's still blank. I have a very visceral. Okay, let's just get into the hair part. Because I have a very visceral experience with the pool in my hair. Yeah. I went with my, um one of my cousins. Well, some of my cousins are mixed. And I went to the pool one time. I remember with one of my cousins. And we both did a cannonball in. <laughs> <I'm> scared. <laughs> Sorry. First of all, I had no business doing that because I couldn't swim. But second of all, mm-hmm. we both what? <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> hey yo. I can swim now though. Um, can you? But <laughs> I sure I can't. And I'll say that on the record. Please help me and get me a life vest if you see me in the water. Thank you. 
<laughs> no. Um, yeah. Anyways, we both took a cannonball in. Both of her, well, basically her hair was down. I begged my grandma to take mine out of this little like struggle ponytail. I begged her. I was like, please let me have it down. So first of all, you know, y'all, if you're not familiar with black textured, thick hair, like mm. mine or Z, <laughs> when you take it out of a ponytail, you yeah. look like trolls. You know how there's. <laughs> black reference you know how it's just so stiff no i know exactly what you're talking about yeah and does it not look like it don't move (laughs) my hair it don't move move. (laughs) so basically she takes it out i look insane Mm -hmm. we both jump in i remember seeing her underwater and i was so excited because i see her hair like flowing around her and i'm so excited i'm like i'm about to look so good when i come out this one yeah hers laid down her shoulders it was straight Mm -hmm. bro mine It like I don't know how else to describe it besides like it looked like wet electrocution. <laughs> That's the only this isn't even an anti-black description. I just really like that was a moment of reckoning for me. Like, I'm not like everybody else. And last week I know we talked a lot about like historical context of like black women and our relationship to hair, but like we talked a lot about our relationship to hair as children and like mm-hmm. little moments of reckoning that we had where we realized like we weren't like, you know, our white friends or even our mixed friends in this sense. Mm-hmm. And also like learning what it meant to like, I don't know, kind of only see your hair in like social settings and like how you react to that and how that affects your self-esteem growing up. Right. So that moment for me, Sheikah, mm. that moment was a tough one. That was <laughs> a tough one. And the next time I got in the pool, guess what? I kept in that ponytail. Mm. Did you ever like wear a swim cap to the pool? yes but for what swim caps didn't work they're such a scam but I think one of my moments of reckoning was like trying to get my similar to you 4z 4z hair into a swim cap at like like that literally changed my life (laughs) because not only did I realize how big of a head I had I realized how easy it was for other people to put that swim cap on. That's wild. Oh, yeah. And your hair is so long, too. It is pretty long. It is pretty long. And it's interesting because, like, I think I always thought I had shorter hair growing up, like, when it wasn't damaged and fried from the relaxer. Um, because I, le- I was like, oh, like, I have short hair. Because, like, with shrinkage, it literally looks like it's two, three inches. Like, of course. And so I... I don't know. Of course, like you go in that pool and you come out and it's like, oh, where'd that one go? <laughs> oh yeah, she's gone. She's vanished. She's not coming back. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. Like, I know you turned into Thor trying to put that cap <laughs> on your head. Because the thing is, you really do like you be that's fighting it. with it. Now, quick plug, there is a swim cap called Soul Cap. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. And there's I think there's a few different brands, but this is just the one I can remember right now that's designed for our hair um but yeah like swimming working out all Mm -hmm. of this is like it's very black girl core when you grow up with textured hair definitely and you did sports as well so like I remember like running track (laughs) and knowing that my hair is in that bun and knowing that like by the time I came back from the run 
I looked a mess. Yeah. I just did. And like, there was no either, like I chose to look a mess. <laughs> and that sounds crazy. No, 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 I didn't know there was an alternative. Exactly. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Okay. So one thing that I did was I like loved wearing my hair down, mm-hmm. which is funny because the shrinkage, but that was <laughs> in the days, like what we talked about um, a couple of episodes ago where like we tilted our neck back so it would touch the back of our necks or shoulders. Yeah. Um, wild for that, but yeah. We were wild for that. But I knew that if I had my hair pressed or dare I say permed mm-hmm. and it was in a ponytail and I worked out for an hour, like I did whatever. Yeah. I knew it could never, I could never wear it down until the next hair appointment. (laughs) What I would do is I would practice gymnastics practice when I played basketball for like three days. (laughs) I would do all those things with my hair down. Mm. Because I knew that even though it would be giving new growth at the root, I could still wear it down. (laughs) You low key cracked the code. You did. (laughs) Because I'm sure that worked. Like, at least no, for the time. It did work, but then like my non-black peers, I remember because it was giving helmet. I remember one of them, she was like, What's underneath your hair? <laughs> Babe. Please. <laughs> Why are they so nosy? Like they're so black curious. Are you kidding? Don't worry about it. When I told I, I and you know what? I had to lie. I was so embarrassed. And that's the thing. <laughs> I didn't have community around me. So I was like, oh, it's just like this piece of cloth that I have to have under it. <laughs> Bro, it was my own hair. I should have just been like, yeah, babe. It's called heat damage. That's what I should have said. But I couldn't even get there. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it just causes more stress than like necessary, which is why I think when I first found braids growing up, actually, yeah. I didn't even wear <laughs> We, she and I just before we started, we talked about crochet, which is a different conversation. But the first like braids I wore were like crocheted braids, and it mm-hmm. like changed my life. I was like, oh, this is a whole new world. Yeah. No, I had my crochet era as well. It was it was a time. I have a picture of you in your crochet era. We should post it. No, that's okay. But <laughs> but like you're so right. Like braids were such such a blessing crochets i had crochet locks for a second is, is that the picture you're thinking about um is it the short one is it the bob because i hope it's not that one <laughs> y'all like this is probably um, i'll be really vulnerable <laughs> the worst i've ever looked was at this summer camp um at my old college and it was like it's all black girls right and i try out this new hairstyle and it's crochet like twist bob and it looks horrible. And I put it in the, the day before and I don't have time to take it out. <laughs> so I go. And suffice to say, like, that picture is now a meme. That's how bad it is. <laughs> I have used, so one, we are talking about the same pic. Oh, no. I have used it as a reaction pic in conversations you have not been a part of. <laughs> black joy right now because at the time oh, I it gave me black joy that's the silliest part about all of it it gave me black joy oh yeah that was a time and the worst <laughs> part about that pick last thing on this 
we had a post-it in the group chat of all of us. So it's like everyone sharing their like intros da, 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 with their faces. And I had to send that into a group chat of like a hundred girls. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly she goes over it. Um <laughs> clearly you've moved on um no okay but like honestly it is like it can be a very traumatic like traumatizing experience and like I don't know I feel like now well okay let's back up for a second mm-hmm. I think would you say that because this is interesting I think sometimes the narrative is that like we as black women are like bullied by other people for like our hair like or like, you know, they touch your hair or like whatever and just different forms of bullying, which that exists. But would you say you were bullied more from by others or was it more like of an internal self-hatred where like you bullied yourself because like it was that like traumatizing? Would you say it came from like yourself more or like your peers as you were growing um, up? I think explicitly, I've other than people touching my hair, I've never got like a in like a negative oh your hair looks bad when it's in braids or your hair looks bad when it's like natural um I've gotten like the flip side like the oh like when I had my hair straight in like a a weave for the first time when I came to high school they're like oh my gosh your hair looks like so beautiful today like interesting but I think it's more for me the opposite side like I guess comparing myself when I was younger to people who had looser hair textures and then being like oh like why doesn't this wash and go like look look the same on me like yeah yeah please be for real. She doesn't have the same hair as you. So I think it was more internal. And then I think like, as black women, like, I don't know if we're ready for this conversation. We hold each other to like a very Mm. high standard sometimes. And like, as we should, but I think sometimes it's, if you don't know what you're doing and you're not surrounded by like other black women sometimes to like help you get, get right. Like, I think it, it's like very obvious. Like, for example, like, do you ever see a, someone who like goes from like a very predominantly white like institution, and then they like meet more black friends, and then they like start maybe like using more edge control or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, like that's just like something you do. And I think um, so on the that side, it's more like internal and like I guess community based than ever like external. Mm. What about you? That's a great point. I don't know if we are ready for that conversation because mm-hmm. I was just talking to a bunch of black women for my job about this yesterday. We were saying like, basically y'all last week <laughs> I had to miss a work meeting because I literally could not get my hair together. Like <laughs> I had, I could, it like would not gel down. It was just like one of those moments. And the reason, like, it's not to say I couldn't have left the house, but what it was, was it was a meeting of only the black people at my job Mm. and I knew if I like went looking like this like in my PWI days I might have gone looking like that but because we know there's like a higher standard within our community I wouldn't go and I think that definitely speaks to like yeah we're getting the pressure from like outside our community and that is very that's just like not even debatable Mm. however it definitely happens within our own community as well and like I'm sorry. I just am not like there's girls who will literally switch up their hair every day. And God bless you. God gave you the black girl gene of being able to do your own hair. Mm. I can't. Or people getting like a different bust down every week. Like, and good for them. But just because some one person does it doesn't mean that like everyone else should be held to that standard. Mm. And then on top of that, like, I think that's when we like see the 
inner trauma come back out because it's like dang I thought I got past this when I like moved right. out of elementary school you know and now I'm like 20 30 40 years old and I'm like back right no that's so true and I too would like that's one thing about black women I would never be caught dead looking bad in front of a black woman if I had the chance to like right not be you know what right. I mean of course and so I don't know that's so true and I feel like the external pressure is is so true but like it's it's beautiful and it's also challenging the fact that like we have so many beautiful hairstyles we can experiment but like at the same time like if you're gonna do it it gotta be like at at a level that like looks good which is also expensive and and somewhat you know isolating for others you know for sure. And like, I think there's a very prime example of this. Do you follow lip gloss on TikTok? I do. I am obsessed. I love her. I love her so much. She is so real. Yeah. She's so real. But basically, y'all, lip gloss is this black girl on TikTok and other socials, but I think that's where we primarily watch her. Mm-hmm. And she has been coming out with content for a while now, but I would say what a couple months ago or maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. She basically, she stopped posting because of this. But she like decided that she was like, you know what? It's so sick that I always feel like I have to have like my hair done. And I use that in quotes. She's like, I'm not comfortable with my natural hair. And like she's not talking about like wash and go, then put like 30 products in it. She's like talking about like when I wash my hair, like this is it. Like this is my hair in its natural state. I just want to be yeah. comfortable wearing it. So y'all, she just minded her business. She's like, I'm just going to share this journey like for other black women, like mm-hmm. totally like a supportive queen. When I tell you she got annihilated on the internet for it, yeah. basically people took her videos, they started dragging her on Twitter and a lot of it were black men, but there were black women too. Just a bunch of different people like basically like coming at her very existence calling her ugly, calling her monkey, calling her the N-word, calling her, I'm sure, a bunch of things she didn't even share. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, a very self-assured person. But at the end of the day, you can only be so self-assured. Like, you can be the most confident person in the world, but when you have, like, thousands of people all over the world calling you ugly and, like, Mm -hmm. worthless and all these things, like, of course that's going to get to your head at some point. And I feel like she hasn't posted in... She's, like... Sometimes I see her in people's comments, I feel like, but mm-hmm. I have not seen her post a video in so long. And she like came out and she said like, y'all are insane. Like, this is not going to get to me, blah, blah, blah. But like, I just, I think she's taking a step back from social media because people are cruel and vicious. And she said, she's like, it's crazy that it's like the calls coming from inside the house. Like, I feel like my own people are attacking me the most. Literally, like, and I, I feel so bad because she's, amazing and she looked beautiful by the way if you guys have she looked amazing and even if you didn't think she looked amazing that wasn't your business to say anything um and so it's it's wild that black men even like fix their mouth so huh to speak on our hair yeah to speak on her hair to just speak in general like to speak go to war to speak go to war fix the car i beg um but no it's it's so crazy because people were like coming for her and she was like I don't care also I like look great da, 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 like unbothered yeah. kind of but like at the same time it's so sad to see that at such a huge level because I know that like that happens on such a like minor level like oh if a girl like decides to take out her braids and just wear her natural hair in its shrunken like straight shrunken state sorry um like I'm sure she might get like different looks or it just might not be perceived as well so it was so sad to see that, like, literally in real time, 
But I wonder, like, I would love to be that comfortable with my natural hair. I don't, I don't think I'm at that level yet to just wear it, like, in its little fro, like, without blow drying it, without, like, manipulating it, without putting gel on it. Because um, I think I've just been so, like, and it's, it's myself, like, so I've been telling myself for however long, like, I need to do X, Y, and Z. It needs to be longer. It needs to reach my shoulders. I need to, like, yep. put my head back. Like, it needs to look a certain way. And, like, Black hair is so beautiful as is. And I think I would love to get to a place where I can just wear it and not think of all those things. Yeah. No, you said it perfectly. I completely agree with you. I think we've been brainwashed and like, it's going to take a lot of unlearning, which is why I like think a lot of like we and like so many other black women followed her journey so closely. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's interesting. Like I know like my first thought for like, I've been to like a couple weddings the past month and I'm like, my first thought is, okay, so like, am I going to do like a wig or am I like, and that's just wild. Like for like a special occasion to think that I need to make myself look as far, like the farthest possible thing for my natural state is like, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of internalized anti-blackness that like definitely needs to be worked through. Um, But yeah, it's like, it's really, really depressing. And then like, kind of skewing the conversation a little bit when it comes to that fi- having to find a stylist okay so here's mm, one, thing. one we're both in new cities so i think that's another thing like a lot of white women like i don't know how often their appointments are but the extent <laughs> of what you're getting is like highlights or balayage and like i'm sorry but anyone can do that however to yeah. find a black hairstylist in a new city y'all like I don't know how to describe like my heart's palpitating again it is so <laughs> hard like and it's for reasons you're probably not even thinking of it's not cost because like, a lot of black people will honestly blow their budget to find someone who can do their mm-hmm. hair it's it's so many we don't, honestly don't even need to get into them but it's yeah. like a million factors so say you find the perfect person now for the day old question <laughs> hey boo oh days have been ruined with a high boo text (laughs) please give it to us though because i'm 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 literally crying i need to (laughs) (laughs) the question is will my appointment be canceled (laughs) (laughs) i got it up to here i'm crying oh my god Two birthdays in a row. In a row. Canceled. Like, what are y'all talking about? I just can't take it anymore. It's time we've had this conversation. The new age stylists aren't doing it the way they need to be doing it. Basically, y'all, if you're confused as to why we're literally having panic attacks, it's because you will confirm an appointment and you might do it 10 times before the day of your appointment. Mm. But if if your stylist texts you, hey, boo, good morning, love, <laughs> hey, sis, or anything related, don't even read the whole message. Turn your phone off and go back to bed. Actually, don't Bye. go to bed. Go to the beauty supply and figure out how to put some little dookie braids in your head. Because the reality is our appointments are constantly canceled. The new age stylists aren't doing it like Aunt Vicky used to do. Oh, and the problem not. is there shouldn't be a traumatizing ex- like <laughs> relationship to appointment cancellations. <laughs> no, because 
why I'm sorry. I love black women, but we have got to get it together. <laughs> like, please, for real. Because you know what? You said no cost, but I'll say this one last thing. Y'all should not be charging more than $500 for large knotless braids. I don't know who. 500 she got? 500? That's already too high. For that's, large? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Say say you're like someone who's getting really like quality braids, which I feel like you can get quality braids for a lot lower, but whatever. Yeah. I could see that for small, for medium. Yeah. Even that's pushing it. Large? Jumbo? Large. Y'all are crazy. But anyway, but these new age styles, I feel like not only are the prices giving a little bit too much, which okay, girl, like, know your worth, charge what you need to, like, to get your pills paid, whatever, I get that. But number two, if you're going to charge that much, please don't ask me to show up with my hair already braided and parted. And, and parted. And, and parted. washed. Like, it what already are you started. You, it's not adding up. The math is not mathing. And I've seen so many, like, in New York, unfortunately, um, and it's only been two people I've seen, so hopefully this is not, like, a widespread issue, but I've seen two stylists that are like charging different prices for looser, like relaxed textured, and then like more like kinky what? or C. And like, yes, it was, I wasn't going to do it, but it was like a sew in. But I was like, are you serious? Like if you can, you should be able to do both at the same level. And you, you just tell that customer, like maybe your hair is going to look a little bit more kinky than someone who has chemically processed hair. Like, what are you talking about? I'm confused. Well, that's like discrimination in real time. Like literally, literally texturism. And I'm sorry, like your argument is fair. I guess my thing is if you can't braid, just say that. If you can't do it for all your customers, it doesn't need to be on the list because I feel like we're already discriminated enough, like by like people outside our community for you to do it to your own people. That just feels very wrong to me. Right. And it's like, Wait, that's actually wild. They I'm saying washed, blow dried, pre parted, start the braids. Like, there's actually <laughs> bring your own hair. Like, bring your own hair. Hair not included. Have you seen you know Flossy baby? Yeah, she like made a video on this one. She's like, yeah. So your hair, you need to come pre braided <laughs> and the style already done, and you need to come just so I can take a pic for the Instagram and bring <laughs> my mom lunch and then drop me off at work. Like, mm. and it really is that. Yeah, and it like it's just. It's so, tra- like, it's so traumatizing. I was talking to a few of the Black women yesterday about this, and someone mm-hmm. had a braider who, like, comes to you, which I'm like, yes, like, give mm-hmm. me her information. Because it's, like, it's really too much. Like, and that's the other thing, y'all. It's not as simple as, like, a nail appointment. Like, they cancel your nail appointment, and you're like, oh, no, like, okay, I'll move on with my day. Yeah. When they cancel your hair appointment, you already have to have a hair appointment before the hair appointment. And what I mean by that is a lot of it is taking the style down, maybe washing oils, creams, whatever in it. Like it's blow not dry, as simple. Yeah. Blow dry. Right. It's not as simple as, okay, let me go about my day. It's like, no, it's giving trolls, which mm-hmm. to lip gloss's point, if we were comfortable with our natural hair, dare I say a hair cancellation appointment might not be the end of the world. Like it is for me. Like someone canceled my hair. All plans are getting canceled, everything, because yeah. I look nuts. But that's also probably some anti-Blackness that needs to be worked through. But yeah, it's just, it's so difficult. No, I think, like, literally both things can be true. Like True. I don't know. That's so, that's so fair, because 
a canceled appointment will not only ruin my day, it'll ruin my month. Because that is literally like something that I've planned for. Like I literally have my next styles planned for it because I have to take up so much time to like prepare for it. I have to take my hair down. Like I've been wanting to get an appointment for like the past month, right? But I have to do it on a time that I don't have to work. Yeah. Enough time to like get ready, like go to the place. And like, there's so few appointments on the weekends. I'm not trying to complain, but like, that just illustrates like there's not that much time and everyone wants the same slots and like everyone's busy and like if it was a situation that I was like oh hey if you don't get your hair done whatever but literally not getting your hair done in a way that like meets societal expectations has so real consequences for black women in the way that we're treated and the way that we're perceived like all of that so it feels so much more deep than like yeah just missing to your point a nail appointment thousand percent a thousand percent because it is that deep yeah it literally is always that deep yeah I like I don't know I feel like um I'm gonna have to like learn how to do my own hair because it does seem like cancellations are on the rise but I just don't know how and I also don't want to like I want to give someone my money to be able to do it for me Jackie Ina like had a video I don't know a couple months ago where she talks about like how black hair or getting her hair done is like Maybe she used the word luxurious, but it's like a very, like, it's like a self-care experience. Mm-hmm. And like, I love that for her. And I totally understand that. But yeah. I feel like for a lot of women right now, it's just very traumatizing, which I also think she understands. But like, yeah. it's just very traumatizing because it's like, just having to like go out there. It's just, it's mm. the whole day. And it really does consume you for sure. It does. But you know what um, was the best like hair care experience? When I got my hair done in Ghana, and oh. of course majority black country like literally what would have been like hundreds of dollars in the states was like 50 wow. for these beautiful braids I'm like yeah that's exactly how you do it you take care of the service from wash to to set like all of that and I loved it so much I'm, I'm so cry. jealous <laughs> and the girlies get their hair done like Ghana yeah and I'm like at this point and this is not an exaggeration at this point it is cheaper mm. and more convenient to fly <laughs> there and get it done and come back like straight up to get good quality braids and you know your edges aren't going to be torn out than yeah. to find somebody here like and that's not an exaggeration at all literally i saw a statistic that was like black women pay nine times the amount of that like non-black non-women like consumers pay for their hair and that's so true and it's not even just the cost it's like the time that we're taking to like go out take yep. off work like it's all of that <sighs> but we do, look good, though. we do look good we do look good but then you think about okay so we pay nine times right yeah. that's what you said mm-hmm. so then you think about where that money's going most mm. of the black hair care products on shelves are white owned yeah if you go to a beauty supply in a black neighborhood Mm-hmm. I've never been to a beauty supply owned by us ever ever I think they're very rare and if it is owned by us you do want to support of course a lot of stuff has to be priced higher because of margins and stuff and mm-hmm. so you're just going to get undercut by like Amazon and things like that like it yeah. really is like not only are we spending almost 10 times the amount as other people mm-hmm. but then it's completely like almost none of it's going back within our own communities and I don't think that's to fault black women at all i think it's to fault like systemic issues for sure 
but yeah. that's just wild if you think about how the money's circulating and like black hair is something like during the great depression black women are still getting their hair done like mm. it's just it's something that will always continue to be invested in so that's just mm-hmm. wild no it's so wild because it to your point it is like society's expectations that are driving this that are making us buy more and it like won't be surprised in like five years it'll be 10 times or 11 times yeah. the prices are going up and like the standards are going up as well so oh i'm scared i'm scared because the so hey booze hey boo they can only get worse no <laughs> it can only only get worse but i don't know i think this is a really complicated conversation there's some things we haven't hit but we might just have to save them and like get loud about them in a few weeks because there's just so we can talk about like the clean girl trend I know that's That's something you had mentioned and like there's just there's a lot to go with it um Mm -hmm. I know one thing I find very interesting is like how you attract different people depending on your hairstyle different Mm -hmm. types of men so we'll have to part three you know we'll have to talk (laughs) about this sprinkle this in other um other conversations but y'all I really want to put y'all on to a show I just started. It's called Industry. It's on HBO Max. I think I looked it up. I think it came out in 2020, but season two must have just dropped like this month. Mm-hmm. It is so interesting. It's about this black woman in investment banking um, at a bank in London. So think like the JP Morgan or like, but I think the bank's called like, I actually don't remember, but it's really interesting. She's with like, it's very hardcore. It's giving HBO, if you know what I mean, but it's like really, really good. Like, I I don't know why I was so shocked to see this representation, which should say something, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just like about her life as a banker and like all the madness that ensues. And like she and I went to a business school, so we constantly heard of this. And I don't know. It's just, we have friends in banking and it's mm-hmm. just wild to think that that world exists. And then also like, I just love, she has like braids and like, mm. so, she's so tired because they're like, very grown out i don't know it's just like it's a really cool show i'm only on episode three um mm-hmm. but i probably will binge it tonight love that yeah um well as soon as i get hbo max i'm on that <laughs> you all know how i have hbo max <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh talk about that more no just kidding um <laughs> I I don't have much this week for a put y'all on, but I will say I've been listening to Renaissance nonstop and America has a problem has been lifting me up out of my spirits just like every single day. As soon as that beat drops, the breath is cured. Like it's so good. Isn't that it? Yeah. <laughs> so if y'all haven't listened to that today, go ahead and do that for me real I quick. I love that sound for her. Mm-hmm. It's different. It goes crazy. It. Like she goes dumb on that song. <laughs> wow, I love Renaissance. Oh. Um, okay, something I want to get loud about. Uh-huh. So, uh, so basically, this weekend the air show is happening in Chicago, which is where like a bunch of planes like flip in the sky and like go fast and stuff. And they've been practicing the past couple of days, and like it's just been like really loud, and you know, like living up high, and like we work in like high buildings, you like constantly see it and hear it. Mm-hmm. and i was like eating breakfast this morning and hearing it and i just had such a revelation about like american privilege like mm-hmm. people are standing outside and watching these like giant like i would compare them to like fighter jets like for fun and it's like family mm-hmm. events but you think about like people all over the world like 
the most recent example to me that like came up was like Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And this is like a sound that some families are hearing constantly mm. with like civilians being like bombed and like just fighter jets constantly in the air. And that's mm-hmm. like so traumatic. And it just shows like the starkness of like our privilege, like being able to like, what is like literally making people traumatized and giving people PTSD yeah. is like what we watch. Well, I did not go, but what certain people are watching like for fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like, really, I was like, America has a problem. Like that was literally <laughs> what I thought. It was just like wild. And I don't think maybe I would change this. Maybe I would like not double down on this in a few weeks if I thought about it more. But right now I wouldn't mm-hmm. fault people going to air shows like in Chicago. Like I wouldn't fault them as a problem by any means. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like we need to think about that. Like that's like really messed up. I don't yeah. know. And this is honestly like just a very privileged like thought I had. But yeah, it just like made me very, very sad. And like I just had a heightened awareness, I think, for it this week. Mm, I feel like it's not even pro it's just empathetic like you're so right there's so many people with different experiences who could react differently to like that kind of show and For yeah sure. I don't I this is my first time hearing about that, that sounds like kind of awful yeah wait do you <laughs> not do air shows you probably know oh maybe you haven't been there long enough but yeah definitely yeah. where we're from like there aren't just like air shows mm-hmm. but yeah it's really wild it's so it's a crazy thing what Americans find joy. <laughs> literally, literally. I guess on that note, my what I'm mad about this week is definitely not as like substantive, but like I was gonna talk about Blueface. I think the actual <laughs> meat and potatoes of what I'm talking about is like the mess that is the shade room. And like uh oh. Because I don't even, I don't even mean like, don't look at the shade room, but like, let's talk about like what we're commenting on like these posts. If y'all don't know, Blueface is like a rapper. He has, I guess, a girlfriend. Um, and there's been just like a lot of, a lot of news, a lot of drama about those two. I won't even get into it. But it seems like from what we like can see from social media that like the relationship is a little bit toxic, maybe a little bit, some might, I would use the word abusive. Um, oh, did you see there was like a video of him like or her with her like hair ripped out oh there, my gosh he was like beating down like a bathroom door and people are like <gasps> peeing and like yes like it's entertaining maybe some might say to like see a girl like still stay with a man like that but it's like not funny like she there there needs to be like help or like at least grace giving to this person who like is clearly like going through a lot with her relationship and so like I was just on the shade room, like looking at comments and like people were like, obviously coming for her, coming for him. But I feel like that Instagram account and sometimes just social media is so toxic when it's like, literally guys, if we take a step back, like we would see that this is not a situation that like, A, should be on social media, but B, because it is on social media, like let's be respectful to the people that are most hurt by it. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope she's okay. That's that's yeah. all I'll say because um, it doesn't seem like a good situation like at all. So let's be respectful on the internet, especially in the shade room. I know that's due for us. I know that's never happened before once, but let's just try. <laughs> it's new. It, and it's people with the most time that be in those comments. Literally. I'm like, Johnny boy, go pick up your kids from school. What like, are you doing? You're commenting about Dwayne Wade's daughter. Like you're not doing anything. 
No. You're being transphobic, but I'm like, there's no reason for all of that hate to be associated with that account and also just like the internet. So I yeah. hope one day I end up on the shade room for something good. And I hope you <laughs> are in the comments because I'm going to be responding. I'm going to be Wow. Okay. Well, this was really fun. Um, maybe a little long, but that's okay. We had stuff to say. Um, we will see you in a couple of weeks. Y'all alert 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 we have some guests coming so Yay. keep your eyes peeled and your ears open i cannot mm-hmm. wait um but yeah have a great week i think school's starting back up for some people yeah um, couldn't be us though couldn't <laughs> be us y'all y'all be easy we have our degrees